Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's two reasons why I listened to this today. One, you know me and support me. Two, you're a nosy old chai. Either way, I'm happy to have you. You're listening to episode nine of the Unedited Podcast. Do you think you can handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? So this episode is dedicated to Jacob Sutherland Carey. 2nd of June 2017, Jacob was born at 22 weeks and he is the son of my previous guest Claire Carey. You might have heard Claire mention that she had five children at home but in actual fact she is the mother to six children. And it's only when the mic was down that we started to talk about Jacob and the experience and the loss that she suffered. And it's because the mic was down that I wanted to talk about it. It's never a subject I thought I would speak about on the podcast because I've never experienced, thankfully, the loss of a child or the loss of an infant. She has, and she shared that with me. And thankfully, she has decided to allow me to share that with you. This episode is a snippet of a conversation that we had discussing our experience and what she went through and the intention that I have with sharing this with you today is that it creates an awareness to allow women to speak more freely about the loss of their infants and the loss of their children, to not be afraid of the awkward atmosphere that they might create by bringing that to somebody. Everybody deserves to be counted and every name deserves to be mentioned. So although this episode is dedicated to Jacob, it's in memory of every infant ever lost, every woman that has ever suffered in silence, for every family member that asks, what if? I hope this helps. So just to touch back on um, loss and how it's moulded you and stuff, you've had many losses. You've lost your mum, your dad, your brother, and you've lost a child. Yeah. So um, in 2017, I had a little boy, Jacob. Mm. Um, basically, I had Aaron, Nathan and Shay. And Shay was like the dream baby in 2016. Right. So I thought, I definitely want another baby straight away. Yeah. So I got pregnant pretty quick and um, everything was going grand, I thought. Um, and at 22 weeks, I had a bit of a bleed and I went in and they said... The baby had been dead a few weeks, unfortunately. Now, I know that's probably very triggering for some people to be getting into that. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's an interesting thing though because when I asked you how many children you had, you said you had five babies at home and you make a point of saying yeah, that you have five babies at home. Do, yeah. So it's so important yeah. for what's your baby's name? Jacob. Jacob. So yeah. it's so important for Jacob to be counted. Yeah. And like for anybody that's listening to this podcast because like uh, infant loss is such a big thing yeah. and it's like people don't really want to talk about it because they're nearly afraid of how they're going to make pe- other people, people feel 100%. so you don't want to feel like yeah. awkward about it yeah. but you should absolutely talk about yeah. it and I think that the fact that we are talking about it it will be really like helpful to so many people like instantly I know so many people already that would appreciate the fact that you're yeah, well, something I did learn from my nana was she had twins that died mm. years ago, but she always counted them as part of our family. So we always said that, well, my nana has six kids and she had twins that yeah. died, you know. So it was important for my nana's family to make sure that her two boys were always part of the family. So equally, it's important for us to make sure that Jacob is always counted as part of our family. Yeah. So as you said, I will say I have five at home. But if somebody asked me the question specifically, how many kids have you got? Mm. I would say I had six, but I have five at home. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to forget that yeah. I had him. Like he was here and he was, he was an important part of our lives for the short the shortest period that he yeah. was here and like from the moment that you find out that you're expecting a baby oh you yeah. instantly have yeah. a connection an of idea of what your life is going oh, to be yeah. like and, yeah. and for that to then change in a moment oh like and to have that empty yeah empty loss um, it was horrendous like it, it definitely the worst loss like I, I know it's hard to kind of categorize what has happened mm. like with loss but um like it was a different level it was a different grief it was yeah. it was it was very difficult because you're um it's what you could have had it's everything like it was just so hard to process like yeah. it was the hardest thing to process like if anything I know you're saying about me being positive and all but if anything would have brought me to breaking point that was, was that the thing oh 100 yeah. percent. like I felt like I was looking at Shay who was only 14 months and I was like how do I go on how do I live my life and I think that's something that I've learned about not thinking too far ahead mm. and that's what something I'd say to people who are going through a loss is don't think how can I live my life how can I go on just do it day by day because yeah. you can't like like that's what'll break you thinking yeah. how can I live my how can I you know go through their birthday how can I and do you do anything on those days his birthday to do you yeah do just, you mark it or just really we talk about them and yeah we go to the graveyard and they're kind of the little things like I suppose we're still really in a grieving process for that for for Jacob because um we still don't have a headstone Right. That's one thing. And my partner John is constantly at me saying, We need a headstone. We'll just buy, I have the money there. We'll get the headstone. Mm. But it's to me, 
it's very final. Final. I and knew, I, yeah. I can't do that part. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's like five years. But even Because it, I suppose yeah. Yeah, with Jacob, like, you're carrying them with you all the time yeah. and you always yeah. will. You look so, at the other kids. Yeah. Like, you know, I had two girls after him. Yeah. And it, like, that's the thing. You had to take your blessings. Like, and I'm like, would I have even had the two girls if he was still here? Mm. You know, and like Molly came next and absolutely the rainbow child. She's just, she's a whirlwind mm. she's every bar of me actually right. she looks like me she's an attitude she's a confidence about her you know she's going to do great things yeah um would we have even had them mm. you know if jacob was still here um you know so you, you kind of it's a million like what would have been or oh yeah you know yeah what yeah. ifs isn't it like that you so you're saying about grieving process i'd imagine that will never go away because each yeah. year you'll imagine he would have of been course. this age and, and, and he would what, have, he, what would he have exactly. looked like. And, and the bigger the kids are getting, you're kind of looking going, well, he would have slotted in here or, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. yeah, you think think about it all the time. I don't think, my nanny still talks about her twins, mm. you know, so it's obviously something that never leaves you. Um, one thing that I said on my last pregnancy on Nancy, I was saying to my nanny, oh, I don't know now if I'm ready to finish up having kids and, you know, I don't have that feeling like that. I'm mm. finished. I mean, and I said, that'll never leave you. That that feeling will never go because right. you're always feeling like, mm. is, there, is there something missing, you know? And is she saying that because of your loss of Jacob or yeah. just as a, a mother? Like Just, yeah, she just thinks because of, of losing him that You've, I'll always have that feeling that I need to fill a, fill a gap with you. I totally never. get that, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, like for example, I have a daughter and I've never experienced, uh, I've never lost any children. I had a yeah. miscarriage, thankfully. And, um, but you know, I really, really wanted my daughter, like from the, the minute, like it she was even an idea. Yeah. And, uh, and I know now that she's here, even though, like, you know, life is a bit crazy, but mm-hmm. I know she's destined for, yeah. um, siblings and that I will yeah, have yeah. other children. So I know that they're there. Like, it may, probably makes no sense, but I know, like, it's like me body. I, I know there's a place or there's space for yeah. more children. So I suppose when you're experiencing a loss, it was just like you never got that part with them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. you, it's like a, a yawning sort of, is it? Yeah, definitely. I think that's, it's kind of that feeling like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually delighted that we decided to talk about uh, Jacob. I'm very sorry for your loss, and I really appreciate you sharing your story here because I know, f- and it's so sad that you can't um, openly just talk about him lightly and freely and yeah. talk about that situation without worrying about how awkward other people are going to feel and hopefully with more awareness and yeah. more chats and stuff people feel exactly. like that they can share their losses or share their children's and oh, yeah. honor their names so oh yeah definitely i'm delighted we spoke about so after um jacob was born you had molly yeah so what was it like then how different was it towards your previous pregnancies like because i'd imagine you had all this fear and yeah so like I'd had four babies at that stage. So, you know, on Jacob, I would have been quite confident about mm. your pregnancy. And you think, yeah. oh, I'm grand, you know everything. And, you know, like, it's fine. 
And then it was a complete different ball game on Molly. Mm. Like the fear every single week. For the first while I was getting scans every week. Mm. Um, when I got to a certain, I can't remember what, whether it was after 12 weeks, they scanned me every week till 22 weeks. And right. I was in the early pregnancy unit and all those sorts of things. I actually didn't go to the early, pre- even though I had appointments in the early pregnancy unit, I didn't go. Because right. I was afraid of what they were going to say. You know, and then like every week in the build up to, so Jacob was born at 22 weeks. So every week in the build up of that, I was thinking, right, well, they said he had died a few weeks before. So what what about now? What about this week? And every, every single week, Mm. of course, when you can feel your baby moving, that's the main thing. Like, you know, that was the big thing for me. Once I could feel the baby moving. Mm. But like in some cases that can take a really long time to kick in. I know. You know, yeah. like depending on where the baby is placed. Exactly. Like a, and that's what I would have thought with Jacob. Mm. And even like some of the little things that I thought were little kicks. And then that's it. That's it wasn't. That's what it was. Like it wasn't yeah. what I thought So was. after the 22 week mark, did yeah. you start to get a little bit or were you still very nervous? Uh, like it, it wasn't a great pregnancy. Like I still kept thinking in the back of my mind something's going to go wrong mm. you know um I suppose like yeah it was the whole pregnancy up until the very end actually then I relaxed mm. and my partner John he was the opposite so at the very end he thought you know this is the part we know there's a baby mm. and the baby's perfect what if something goes wrong now right at the end yeah so he was panicking at the end but I was like no I've grown this baby. This baby's healthy and it's coming. Yeah. Now say when she was coming, she was coming. She shy out like a bat out of health. I was in, an hour and 20 minutes or something. She's in, nearly in, like, like, I'm grand. Yeah, <laughs> Relax. That's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. she was like. Yeah. But, and then I was grand. Like, mm. you know, I came home and John was like, geez, you're in the best frame of mind after all the kids mm. on Molly. Because I was just like, she's here. She's safe. I've done it. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's Did healthy. Did that relax you for your following pregnancy? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know what though? Even like, like I said, thankfully I haven't experienced anything like that. And but your nerves, first time, uh, first time yeah, pregnant, yeah. like your absolute nerves. I remember, like, had to get to twelve weeks, couldn't tell a soul, wouldn't even I tell know. my bestest friend uh-huh. I was pregnant because I know I really, really, I think I really needed it. You know, I was after losing my nanny and I just, yeah. I needed her so much. So I didn't want to, I just didn't want to tempt fate at all. I was like, no, don't say anything. Yeah. So I got to 12 weeks and that was grand. But I didn't really relax now at all. I was very, very nervous. Yeah. Um, I was nervous. And then when she came, so I was nervous right up saying, I just need to get her here. I just need to get her here. And I had a bit of a traumatic birth. And eventually she, she got here and she's deadly. Mm-hmm. But when she was born then, I was like, Okay, right, I just, I need to keep you alive for six months, they say. You know, like, I was like, so I used to be in, like, checking her all the time and just the nerves, the nerves. So I think once I got her to the six month, and I was trying into COVID as well now. Yeah. She was only three and a half weeks and I was into forced lockdown. Yeah. My husband had to go to work. I was on my own here with a baby. I had no help, no support. I was like, had to figure it out this year. In a way, it was amazing. Like, she only fell asleep on me today, she's two and a half now, oh. on the couch while I was taking me lunch. And I decided to just sit and let her snuggle and we ha- had a little rest. And I remembered that time, all yeah. them days where I just had to sit on the couch and let her snuggle. And I thought, look at her now, like she's half me size. Do you know, yeah, like, it's yeah. just, 
Like it's treasuring it. But after the six months, I was like, oh, shite, now I have to stay alive. <laughs> Do you know, like, <laughs> so I suppose, like, it, yeah, it's, it, it, the whole thing is just a, a whirlwind of emotions, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It's it's very hard. It's brilliant. It's the most amazing thing you can do yeah. with your body, like, you when know. When you think of, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable what you can do. But yeah. It's unfortunate, though, the nerves, because I yeah. had a client in who's on her first baby as well. Yeah. And she's 26 weeks and she's very, very nervous, you know, like mm. about the whole process. And, and I can't take away from it. Oh, definitely. The nerves, you know, like. Definitely, you know, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a really hard one because... You're so nervous about it that you're missing out on all of the incredible of of things course. about pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I know it's unfortunate, isn't it? Like, yeah. When you think of all we have to deal with. I know. And then they come out like ungrateful little shites. <laughs> <laughs> or mad. They're probably at home now wrecking me house and wrecking John's head, I'd say. Would they not be all in bed now? Well, they should be. Yeah. They should be asleep. Mm. But we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. So there you have it. That was Claire's experience and how amazing was she to share that with us today. And she enjoyed talking about it and I enjoyed listening. So talk about yours and if you want to mention your child, please do. And if you want to share your loss, definitely, definitely do. Because it can be so amazingly, incredibly helpful. And everyone deserves to be counted and every person deserves to be supported. In true fashion, I share an any mantra on nearly every podcast. And one thing that's helped me throughout all my traumas throughout my life is my nanny used to tell me, it falls on the shoulders that can carry you. And it was her way of saying that I was well able, well capable. And that as unfortunate as it was, I was given these experiences and traumas to make me stronger and because I was strong. And so are you. And although those things fall on your shoulders, you'll carry your baby in your heart forever. This podcast is dedicated to you and every infant ever lost. Keep moving forward. I'll see you again soon, if you're nosy enough. Do you think you can handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.